are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me, taking five minutes, five seconds out of your busy schedule. Give a shout out to all the ladies of the islands who working, putting in that mad money, working on those bodies. Give a shout out to all the fine black women that do that, but it's just something about those island women be seeing women on YouTube to be putting in work. So I want to give a shout out to you. Just keep on doing it. You'd be breaking those records. Just keep breaking them. Keep breaking Give a shout out to everyone else coming in. Shout out to all the members and folks on the platform, folks sharing. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, this podcast is going to be talking about the housing market and how it hurts black people and how it sabotages them from getting a home. A recent report from Makeup Co. Publishing Associate Press released that many Americans have already known that races play a significant factor in the housing lending industry. Based on information gathered in 2019, a new report revealed that people of color, regardless of their economic background, were denied mortgages higher than their white applicants. Blacks encountered the most, according to the report, black people were 80% more likely to be denied a mortgage than white applicants with the same profile, same place, or pattern of whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be. And this is true. And if you've been following this podcast, I told this story, and I guess I'm going to tell it again. I told this story that about one time I went to the bank when I was banking at First Union. I don't know if First Union still out. No, I think First Union got bought out. But when First Union was out and I was working and I worked on my job for two years and I needed to get a car loan and didn't ha- I didn't have that strong enough credit. didn't have no credit at all, but I would fit the qualifications of getting a loan because you had to be on your job for X amount of years and then you're supposed to have a, you know, a bank account with them, right? So I, I thought I had a pretty good shot because I just opened up a little credit card at that time. So, you know, I made a few purchases, you know, whatever. So I thought I was really going to be good in getting the loan. So I went to First Union on my lunch break. And uh, cause I had to cash my check anyway, so I went there. And um, I was outside of the loan office's Long officers, uh, uh, agent's office, right? And uh, overheard a conversation with a guy that was in front of me. And yeah, he was white. And I saw him when he went in anyway, because he was there. So I sat next to him. He went in for me, and the, and the door was cracked. So I moved up to the next seat, you know, for nobody would jump in front of me. Because you know, people, if you sit in that seat, oh, you hear, oh, 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 all that mess. So I moved up. So I overheard the conversation of this dude, this white, piss-poor trash dude. Now, this dude had filed for bankruptcy. People, listen to me. This person gave the sad so he filed for bankruptcy. Delinquent on his car payments, had credit card debt, 
and he wanted them, the bank, to give him $25,000 for something particular, uh, not to pay his bills, but for some business, some shit he was finna get ready to do, right? He went in there. You you know, the conversation, you would think this dude be dead, but he did something that a lot of us don't know. The, bo- the dude was in the Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, whatever the shit was, or the Boy Scout. And uh, so was the loan officer manager person. Was, was, he was a, a agent. He wasn't the manager because the office manager crossed the way. Fake man. So anyway, they got to talking about it. After he gave him the sob story. He said, you know, so how, what your rank is? How, how far you went up to such and such and such? He said, well, I only did, was in the Cub Scouts for a couple years. He said, I went up to Eagle Scout. You know, once a scout, always a scout. Yeah, pedophile mode. But anyhow... <laughs> I digress. Stay on the story, but you know what it is. So I, after a good twenty-five minutes of them shooting the bull crap about scouting, and the, the dude went through the thing again. He went over, you know, his paperwork, and he it was silent for a minute. I was just, I just knew that the dude gonna tell him no because hey, he got a bankruptcy. He just got bankruptcy. He just you know. He still owed money on his car and all this other shit that he had just got. It just just put it like his shit was just jacked up. He shouldn't have got the loan, but you know what? He got it because he was a fucking scout. Now this motherfucker here ran through money. He had at least about fifty to a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, and this bank gave him twenty-five thousand dollars more money. All because this dude was, oh, you're a scout. Now, when I went in there after the dude, I looked at the dude and I was fucking shot. I looked at the dude, dude looked at me. I looked at him, looked at me like, he looked at me like, good luck, nigga. You know, you, <laughs> that's why he looked, I looked at him like, you shouldn't have got that. He looked at me again, we both staring at each other. I'm like, good luck, nigga. I hope you get it because I got mine. <laughs> you better get yours. So I went in, you know, I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, hey, he maybe this dude in a good day of giving money away. This is how naive I was. But no more. But I was naive. I mean, you know, he's a good, you know, good move. Went in there, had my, my paperwork together. You know, I had uh my records and stuff. You know, how you take the little stuff in there, whatever, to to make your case of getting a loan for, you know, whatever it is. And in this case, I need a car loan. And all I was asking for was five thousand dollars. Five grand. And the dude said, well, what do you need a car for? I said, well, I need the money for the car. He said, oh, okay. He said, well, you know, $5,000 is not that bad. You know, whatever. He said, I was going to ask for six, but I said 5000 because I found this nice little truck at that time that was about, mm, about three something. So I wanted to go ahead and get the extra, you know, extra money to go ahead and pay for it because they wanted to do whatever. So I wanted to just go ahead and pay the car off and then I was going to take the rest of the money to, you know, do any repairs and then pay the rest, start paying the money back. You know, like he posted, right? Dude sat there. He got quiet to me. I said, well, maybe this might be good. Um, he looked at it and said, well, we can't um, give it a loan right now at this time. I said, well, why? And I asked him why. He said, uh, uh, you haven't been on your job long. I said, well, I meet the, the, the qualifications. He said, yeah, you meet the minimum qualifications. You was the job for two years. And 
you've been banking with us for over uh, two years or so and that's been pretty good and you know you just got to open a little you just open up a credit card and that's good you've been paying that on time but your credit ain't strong enough for five thousand dollars and i looked at this mug and i looked at him and i just stared at this guy like you just gave this motherfucker here who had fifty to a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt twenty five grand because he was a fucking scout all I'm asking for is fucking five thousand bucks to buy a used fucking truck so I can get up out of here and get back and forth to work but this motherfucker gave me the business I hurry up and close my account with the motherfuckers yes I didn't got the hell on but that didn't do anything because closing account don't mean shit I just closed my account went to another bank Eventually, I got me a car, but I didn't get the truck that I wanted. I got something else that just get me from point A to point B. But the moral of the story is still the same, people. When you do do what is required, your ass still don't get shit. Now, this motherfucker here should never even batter that eye to go to a bank. He should have went to a loan shark because that's what he should have went to. But just because he was a pedophile sc- scout that got raped by other priests and shit. Yeah, I said it. This mug got it. And this is what I be telling you about how if these people don't get their way, they'll make changes to the rules. You and I can't change this shit. We go in there like, look, dude, I got my shit together. I'm, I'm, I'm strong. I'm tight. You know, I should be able to. I'm not asking for 10 grand. I'm not even asking for 20. I'm asking for five. Shoot. Like I said, the only reason I had the extra money because just for repairs and insurance and then all that stuff I just turn back and pay the what's left over start making my payments your shit will be back in six months because I was making pretty good money so all I need was just a new ah no 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 so this article is true and, it, and it's what 2019 this was what a couple years ago back way back so it let you know that shit don't change that even though you and I play by the rules or their rules they change the rule. That's what it is to, for them to be masters of the rule. Because as soon as you get close enough, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Maybe I should have went in there and did a scout. Because I was a scout for like a week. <laughs> Maybe I should have went in and did the scout salute too. And the scout hands, uh, handshake. I was with black scouts. I was with this one. My scout troop person was a woman. So I, it wasn't no, no hanky panky with us. And, and this person knew our family. So... Anyhow, so, but this person here just sat there and said no. Absolutely no. And so, this is why it's hard because they know that owning land, owning a home, owning something is generational wealth. Not buying fucking cars. That's why right now, they don't give it. Now, back in the day, it was hard getting a loan for a car. Now they're like, shit, you can have a car because cars appreciate. So you take the car out the lot, it depreciates. I don't give a damn what you put on the car. That car has depreciated by 20% sooner that tire touched the street. By the time your lease is up or whatever it is, or you be able to finish paying on it, that car been depreciated so badly that it won't even hold any value. But a lot of our people brag about what type of car they're going, or they always in some type of Lincoln or Escalade or some bullshit that they, you know, just to brag about. But they's paying rent to some fool who wants you to be put out if you miss a payment. This is the nonsense that we go through. 
And so we dem- we march and do all this nonsense to demand certain shit, but we don't really get it because we have turned our backs on each other. And we don't help one another. When I mean help, meaning just like this, we don't help our own kind. We'll destroy our own kind in order to be like the white Neanderthals, sub-beast humans, colonizers that come and take shit from us. And then we wonder why we can't get ahead. No, a perfect example of that is that all the gentrification, especially like in Atlanta, my hometown, where I used to stay at, um, a lot of people there on, on the west side of Atlanta, Westlake, Simpson Road, you know what I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking to. Half of those homes in that people I've been in most of every home over there because I knew people. People knew my family. That's how strong it was. They went to school with them, worked with them, knew them, married into them, whatever, knew them. You go over there now, it look like somebody threw grenades in there and just tore up the whole damn neighborhood. Folks walk around like zombies, all this stuff. But the people who owned them homes prior to they worked hard for that because they knew that owning homeship, ownership was something. I did that podcast about proof of ownership with the farmers and how people who own their farms had to go find the deeds and stuff or they hid the deeds in the Bible or whatever because they were scared to go and take it down to the register at that time because in fear of that document being lost forever because white folks do shit like that. They're cheaters and liars. And anytime when it get we get to a point where it has to be an even playing field when it's time to really compete, they ask check out and that's when they start cheating. Start making up shit. Start lying. Start doing all kind of foolishness. Changing the rules, amending the rules. Like I said, they go through that. So I just wanted to bring this thing because I did another podcast on housing statistics too. And this is another report, and it's a recurring theme. People, my brothers and sisters here in the states of color, it's like when you look down on another brother or sister, and you're not there to help them. You basically hanging us out to dry. That's it. We killing ourselves, like I said. Well, we own worst enemy. Even the black banks that are in the neighborhood, you doing the same thing. You discriminate against us too. It's not just the white banks; it's black banks too. I went to this one black bank and tried to get along. Them mother sat there and said the same thing. So you black. Oh, yeah, but you know, uh, you still have to do such and such. I said, this is a bullshit. And it is. Because you trying to do, and it, it, it wasn't like, again, people like, we're trying to scheme and scam nobody. I had the, I had the minimum requirements or basic requirements or uh, the maximum requirements, whatever, you, all of it. I had it all levels, minimum, basic, maximum, and all been told no by black and white. More faster than black. Yo, man, can't get up? No. <laughs> no, no, uh-uh. You could get a cosign. I'm like, dude, my, you know, my job is strong. It ain't like I'm working at XYZ and I'm, I'm making damn basic bomb minimum wage crap. I'm bringing XY home. You seeing? I'm bringing my step, my check stuff. You seeing? Yeah, you, yeah, you doing this, but we don't feel. And this is where 
the shit comes in, we don't feel like you can uh, a, a good candidate for a loan with our bank. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stupid stuff. So again, it ain't just it ain't just you uh, Edomite colonizers. It ain't just you white people. It's black folks too. Black people, man, please. I sat there like. I remember this one, I was at Wachovia. Yeah, I know you'll probably mention banks that when I, I banked at this bank, uh, Wachovia. And come to find out that someone was trying to take my money. So I had to go to the account uh, investigator in the bank. The bank person sat there and said, it was me who was taking the money out. And I sat here and I had to show this bitch my bank, you know, statements, how I wrote it down. Like, that's, that wasn't me. But she said, it was you. Then after a whole six months investigation, and they found out there was a computer glitch, the bank was taking my money, not me. And they didn't want to get my money back. This was some bullshit. So I had to close my account down with their ass too. I said, damn, I'm getting accused of stealing my own damn money. God dang it. So again, people, this is what I had just wanted to bring to your attention, give you my two cents on it. Like I said, I don't know when our people going to wake up and do this. It is, it's hard, you know, because again, like I told you, the American dream is the American lie. Stop believing in the, the dream. It's a lie. Get your shit together and start helping one another. Those people who really do, not everybody, because everybody we can't help. Some of us are just going to have to just fall to the wayside, and that's it. And I understand that. But it's some of us, like I said, we can pull together. Your hand is not broke. You know how to work a hammer. You know how to work a, a saw. You know how to cut grass. You know how to do things. We need to start taking back our communities and stop waiting on government aid to come and help us and save us all the time. Stop making excuses. Well, the gang's here. Yeah, you, you got some tough people in there that run the gangs out. Gonna have to, hey, they're going to take that ride. It's just that. Whatever it is, you know, we're going to have to stop all that because the living space for us black people in this country is drying up. And when you start going into these white neighborhoods and stuff, they don't really want you. They don't give a damn how nice they are because nice means stupid. They're only stupid to see how far you're going to go. When you start doing more than their white neighbors, rest assured these motherfuckers are going to start trying to act stupid. And you're going to have to go in there and, and knock the shit out of them. Why do you think that most of some of these encounters that black people have in these so-called mixed communities with most predominantly white because they see you doing some little petty stuff. They get mad with that because they can't do it. They want to start shit with you. And all you want to do is put your hands up and say, I don't want to hit you. Man, knock the shit out of their ass and keep it moving. But this is why we get into these confrontations because we don't have that because we don't want to stay with ourselves because we hate ourselves that much. I hate this nigga so that day, man. I don't want to see this moment. But then we go out here and be with people who hate us, period. And we start doing good, start breathing the air. Oh, it feel good out here. Next thing you know, uh, you niggas, y'all out here just taking up too much. Y'all niggas got to go. So you got to get ran out of here by the nigga squad crew because you don't need to be out here. It's stupid. And it's going to keep running around in circles. Sick of that junk. It's dumb. And they're going to keep having reports like this until we stop 
doing the dumb dumb and start helping ourselves. Like I said, they go out to the, all of you black banks and credit unions, all you bragging about how much money you doing and merging and shit. You're not helping people. People come in and want to do who got the money, give them the damn house. What the hell is not, why are you worried about it? They can pay it back, but you just as hard as the white bank, if not harder. Motherfucker got to come back. You got to bring out four or five different types of ID to come in there. We got to have six months, six months. Some of these folks, be, I'm not lying. Some of these folks be pulling six months pay stubs. We got to make sure your shit is consistent. I'm like, what? But your white counterparts who got bad credit, don't pay Aaron Reynolds, chipped out on rent, car note due, got multiple bankruptcies. They don't have to go through that. They can go in there and give a sass. So you know what? I was a Boy Scout. You know, I was I was a a a, a, a Girl Scout. I sell Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> and all this shit. Next thing you know, they ass getting along. You go in there like, what, what's your what's your story? You know, what you was up to, man? I had to work. That's it. Yep. Well. Keep on working. You ain't getting this long. Well, anyway, people, that's all the time I have. Uh, come on back for another episode of Real Talk. Be safe. Be vigilant. Till next time, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.